Just a quick note here. Unfortunately, after about an hour, this podcast ends abruptly because uh, Catherine Boyd, my wife, had a allergic reaction to shellfish. We had to rush to the ER. She's perfectly fine. Everything worked out and everything was okay. Uh, but it does end very abruptly at the around the one hour mark. Uh, the It picks up right up after this in next week's episode of episode 31. Just a note here. Warning. The following audio contains various high fantasy Dungeons and Dragons adventures, which can include foul language, strong ale, highly suggestive situations, and extreme fantasy violence. You have been warned. Hello and welcome to the pen and paper pod. Gentlemen, are you ready to get started with the finale of the out of time arc? I love how this entire arc, I've been trying to think up uh, a new name for like Dagger of Time or like Sands of Time. But unfortunately, I haven't come up with anything. And this is literally the last episode of the arc. So out of time it is a literal Back to the Future reference. Yeah, why not? Pardon me, guys. Go ahead. Ha! Just back in the nick of time. More time puns. I was a fan of dig- digging up the past. Digging up the past might be good. Digging All up right. the past was pretty good. Because it's like a desert and there was Indiana Jones and he digs stuff. No, I like that. That's good. That's better than anything that he came up. And, Sorry. And, and it's the time trial. Well, yeah. yeah. By the way, y'all, I mean, that was the not something that was not something I was predicting. That's something that they completely came up with and just sort of forced upon me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But that's what the right. is. Was pretty good because it's like a desert, oh, and there was on. Indiana Sorry, Jones, and he did feedback, feedback here. All right, that's fixed. All right, gentlemen, are you ready to get on with the uh, finale of the time trial arc? I actually don't know if this is going to be the last episode of this arc. We'll see. You might all die today. It's a huge possibility. <laughs> I feel like I'm ready for a new uh, adventure in Dungeons and Dragons. So, like as a DM, I'm going to get like really rough on you for like these last two arcs, and we're going to see if you guys can live through it. Jack wants to be a player now, so he just wants to kill us off. <laughs> I don't want to be an eternal DM. Just, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to. That's not how I roll. But anyways, uh, yeah. Are you guys ready to try to r- win some uh, initiative for this week? Oh, and a couple of things. Uh, I just wanted to say uh, head on over to at pen and paper pod on our Facebook and also on our uh, again on our uh uh, sorry, on our Twitter. Uh, most of the commentary that we've been seeing has actually been coming through Facebook lately. So go out there, check the group. You can check out and talk to our top fans. Megan's a little bit sick and under the weather, I know. So hopefully we'll get some people in there tonight. We'll get some conversation going and talking about Dungeons and Dragons. Anyways, uh, head on over there and check that out. Also, head up, check out the Tuscan Shed Media Network. That's the Tuskenshed.com, which is our mother uh, podcasting network. You should check that out. Anyways. Moving on, I'm joined here by a cast of lovable villains tonight. Well, they're not lovable. They're kind of unscrupulous, malevolent, evil, vile, villainous villains. That was not great. Anyways, uh, I'm joined here, of course, by the scrupulous Kinku Rogue Scree, played by Trevor Flynn. Hey. I'm also joined by the gentle and elven bobine forest friend Tenderloin, played by Edwin Reyes. Your name for the first week is finally correct at the top. All right, cool. Thanks. I appreciate that. I totally noticed. I could tell you did. I know. I felt the appreciation from here. It was like deep on in like my bones. I just felt I just felt it so much, you know? You just I just knew that you needed that. My love me. is strong. I know. I got it. Anyways, we're also joined here by the villainous veteran of vileness, Ash Fallbright, playing the shadow Ash Fallbright, the shadow sorcerer, played by Tanner, uh, Tanner Cook. Hello. 
And of course, I'm Jack Newman, your uh, your uh, guide into this descent into senseless vile vile vileness. Sorry, I'm really bad with these alliterations today. Like I'm just destroying this. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll be your dungeon master for tonight, and I promise I will be uh, I will have better words for the rest of it. Oh my god! Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> Get out of it. Come on. Come on, kids. This is why I didn't. This is this is why you don't skip the warm ups. <laughs> my bad. All right. Uh, yeah. So my salty lads, are you prepared for a recap and your weekly opportunity to win advantage for this session? Hell yeah. All right. Let's do it. Oh, Led wow. astray by the deviants of dark, our villains have ventured forth from the Bangrang to the city and desert of Fargo Na in hopes of finding Oberon's folly, the home of an ancient fey elven lord who created the time trial, a time-altering garden implement designed to reunite him with his lost love, the Summer Queen Titania. And across continental race against time, a cuckolded elven lord Hemlock, the mad doctor Glim Garrick, and our villains seek the time trial to help restore the demon king Bargul. All right. For this week, a uh, uh, couple of things. I want you from the previous session to name at least each of you needs to name one character that you murdered in the previous session. I murdered my brother, Prime Angus. You get advantage for the session. Got two more. Come on. There was more. And I'll say this. There was more than three that got murdered that are named characters. Uh, pretty sure we murdered Lady Skullfucker. That's correct. Trevor gets advantage. Tanner, you are the last man out. I'm, well, I murdered Montana James. Yeah, there murder. you go. That was the three I was hoping for. So congratulations, you all get advantage for this session. Uh, yes, on the previous session, you guys headed down river and went to Lake Gobe and uh, managed. I, I like to think of it as Lake Job in my head because it's like Job and he's like doing the magic show from uh, what is it? Uh, Save me, Trevor. Rest of development. Thank you. Wow. On on the spot cast. Uh, yeah. And so I, I, I just imagine so that they, they managed to get around this river and they just went the direct path by using Pass Without a Trace and driving right up to the thing and then just engaging all the goblins and getting through it. They didn't go into the forest and deal with my spider queen phobia, who was really cool. I thought that was fun. They didn't deal with the dragon turtle in the middle of the harbor. They didn't try to infiltrate the camp or they didn't make a deal with Montana James. They just went right through my DMing last time like a hot knife through bad butter. It was great. And I enjoyed it. As and I've learned my trace. lessons. At will. Yep. At I gave him will. that ability. I gave him that ability. Uh, no, uh, no, the whole music is supposed to be on. Hmm. <laughs> this, it's, well, it's it not it's, like the whole it's... the whole music is also our lobby music. I don't think it's is, is it too loud, Megan? I mean, it's not I, I, I don't think it's too loud. Yep. I nah nah it's not too loud. See, it's fine. <laughs> I'll turn it off now though. How about that? All right, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, so you made it through this. You guys are all beat to bloody shit, but you are now technically level twelve. Uh, what are you guys uh doing in the rain as you paddle down the river in your raft? Uh, the salt shaker, which is still up and functioning. That is correct. So we, uh, last time we came, like, right up, like, we saw, like, uh, over the treetops, the Oberon's Folly, right? So we have to start heading on foot instead of the river. Is that correct? Pardon me? I'm so sorry. Uh, I was so last time, to last time we, chat. Go ahead. Oh. So last time we ended, like you said, we, uh, we're, we're coming across Oberon's Folly, like, over the treetops. 
So does that mean we have to start at, like uh, going towards it on foot or do, can we still follow the river? You can still follow the river in the distance. So I want to give a sense for this real quick. You see Oberyn's Folly now in the distance, which is by based on the writings of Montana James from a previous history check. You're able to see that there is this massive, massive tree in the distance that's going across. It's like literally like it's in a depression, so it's not viewable from the sides of the desert. But as soon as you get into like this deep into the, you're able to very easily see this. You're very curious as to why this was a difficult place for people to find. If they just get within with like 20 miles of it, they could see it. Not to underscore for the uh, other time. Yeah, we should just follow guys, Yeah, why you guys are like more efficient than everybody else in this tale. Uh, anyways, uh, you guys are still, uh, you can't go ahead. Sorry. We're the best the dark's ever seen. That's why we're so efficient. That is accurate. 20 miles. Uh, so as you continue on, the rain pours down on you guys. It is still uh, a good amount of time away from you, uh, to get there. Uh, don't take that 20 miles thing quite literally. Sorry. I haven't worked out my distances, Tanner. So I see you doing that. I didn't, I don't have it. Uh, it's a very large tree. Uh, so as you guys are heading down river, uh, if you want to continue on, you need to go ahead and you can still get lost. So go ahead and give me a survival roll. That's me. Go do it. Tendy. 12. Excuse me. Tenderloin. Do you still have disadvantage? Because you have a level of exhaustion. So I think you have disadvantage. Uh, We rested before we went to like, but he had two levels. Remember? If I'm not mistaken, I'm not going to question the level of exhaustion. Yeah, I think you have. I, you have, I think Tendi is the only one with a level of exhaustion left. All right, so I have to roll again. And yes, you do. Go ahead. Advantage. Yep. All right. Well, twelve is so still what it was. Yeah. So, with a twelve, uh, you're not exactly sure, but you're relatively sure. You're in this. You're almost right here. Uh, so one more day of travel and you should be uh, in kind of the same area as Oberyn's Folly. Does this mean we can long rest? Uh, why are you asking me? What do you guys want to do? You guys are just paddling down the river away from the Gobe. I would definitely be down. Yeah, if, if we're really a day hurt. away, we should, we can totally rest. I'm down. Yeah, let's, let's start do, we, do we rest in the canoe as we're floating down, or do we go off to the bank and make camp? We should make camp. Yeah. Because that's eight hours of traveling we're not going to be aware of. Yeah, otherwise we just get, you know, we could get overturned by some something in the river. To be fair, last time we, uh, we went to bed without keeping watch, there was a pretty fun stuff happen. Some pretty fun stuff happened, man. Yeah, I still, I still still we just set up some kind of camp, and taking watch, uh, uh, we don't have to do that. All right. I would like to, I would like to mend our boat though, if I could cast the mending cantrip on it. Yeah, yeah, multiple times. So I guess what I want to know, guys, is how like you, you've had a couple different camp setups that you've done before. What's your guys' goal for this one, and how are you setting it up? Uh, what are our surroundings like? What what is the lay of the land? Uh, more giant trees more giant trees kind of like i just and actually they're getting kind of bigger as you go along too like it's definitely this is like the ancient elven there's also like a lot of mushrooms a lot of little crags and valleys this is a very moist part it's pouring down rain continuously uh you guys have now been pretty much wet for like 
three days on the run. Uh, so yeah, if you feel in like you, you, it's one of those things where it's like after you've just tented out in rain for like a week, like you just sort of like there's just not a dry spot on you inside and then it's still very warm out but you just kind of smell and it's just like it's not pleasant you know it's just it's just not pleasant at some point um all right so these giant trees i'd also like to state that the average the average temperature around you right now in this jungle is probably about 100 degrees or so and with the humidity you're probably averaging about 105 so it's starting to push really deadly hot um, in these which would be a trees, problem. Are there like potentially <laughs> giant knot holes that like we can go in for like a wooden cave like thing to get out of this out of this rain? Make me a survival. So I'm check. assuming there's no caves anywhere. Make me a survival check. Disadvantage or disadvantage. Disadvantage to your long rest, bud. Okay. Uh, with, a with a 15, you're able to see that there's like halfway up one of these massive trees, a massive little uh, knot in a tree that almost looks like it's been pecked out by like the world's biggest woodpecker. Hmm. All right. Could be a nice way to get out of the rain and cool down and dry up. Or we could be attacked by a giant ass fucking woodpecker. Like, Even if we were tenderloin, you're good with animals, right? Yeah. Not if I'm asleep. Well, we'll just wake you up. You'll you'll hear me screaming, and that'll wake you up. Um, I don't know. I, I'm used to like sleeping through trauma, so I'm just uh, sure, sure. We can go with that. Yeah, I, I can do like animal friendship and things of that nature. Sure, sure, sure. So we we should go up there. You, how about how high is it? uh probably like three stories up it's not it's not like previously like it's it's much closer to the ground we want to try to bring the, the boat up after us again did i turn into that giant ass spider do you have any uses of change left that was my question i don't think you do i have one okay then you got it all right so giant ass spider web y'all and the boat to go up there and then we'll make camp correct okay yeah so uh you guys are dragging the boat up into the tree as you guys mm -hmm. are going up and doing this uh a little uh uh two things are gonna happen uh two separate uh paper birds are going to descend down and one is going to arrive directly at scree and one is going to arrive for ash Oh, sweet. Do I see them get these birds? Yeah. All right. With my many eyes, I see it. Uh, yeah. Uh, would you guys Is like that to read Lord your... Cuckold? More fan mail from Lord Venom, I guess, Ash. <laughs> he is our biggest fan. Let's open them ours at the same time. All right. Three, two, one, bam. Okay. Uh, Rip. Ash, yours is from Glim Garrick, and uh, Scree, uh, throw it away. Yours is from you. Just throw it away, legit, legitimately. <laughs> no, I guess not. I'll I'll think no, about no, it. No, it's cool. It's, it's totally. If you want to just burn it, do it, bitch. Let's do it. Burn the world down. No, I should probably I should probably see what kind of bullshit he's peddling this time. Piece of shit. 
Uh, Scree, we'll start with you. Uh, it's a hastily scrawled note on a paper bird, and it is in his. It, you think it's his handwriting, similar to the previous note, except it's just written very, very quickly, and there's like ink stains, and like part of the paper is like stained. Uh, confirmation of mind f- of mind flare plot. Do not ingest born mind slugs. Whatever you do, uh, please forward location on return so that we can pick you up after you collect the trowel, or you will have to trek back to Fargo Nah and send us a letter. And included in there is a second paper bird that you can write on to send back to him. It doesn't say who's it, who it's signed by or anything. It's signed by Lord Venom. Sorry. Okay. It's, it's just signed dash Venom. Dash Venom. And it's it definitely it definitely it seemed to be incredibly slapdashed. Hmm. Like the previous note so was like Lord- really well prepared, and this is just like he just literally like wrote and even like from the sentence structure you can tell uh yeah yeah i share with the group well yeah i guess you can oh, yeah. is there anything you want to roll on the letter i, I think i want to roll on it um uh, not that i can think of um it's pretty straightforward anyway it's a match with detect if it's like legitimate well, that's what you can roll to test to see if you think it's legitimate or not. Like you can insight on the words. All right, I'll roll insight. Okay. Not great. Looks 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 good to you. <laughs> Anybody else want to yeah. look at this letter? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I'm pretty good at reading Lord Venom's handwriting. I've still won it a bunch of the times. Insight. Damn. Oh. Crit, but you're a little bit dumb. <laughs> yeah, uh, this this <laughs> this appears to be Lord Venom's handwriting to the best of your phonology. Sorry. What what is it? Uh, graphology? Is that like the study of handwriting? Calligraphy? That's not that's not it. No idea. Yeah. Uh so yeah, you see that like, the way he like forms his uh L, it's kinda like a flamboyant like Lord Venom. Yeah, that's definitely him. Yeah. Hmm. To the best of your ability Ooh, to identify uh, something through pure, uh, pure handwriting, this is Lord Venom's signature. Guessing by the mind flare plot, he's talking about that whole Moonblade thing that I we didn't really go through with. No, you told. Yeah, unless him. you're talking about what Chuck's secret the, mission is. I just want to remind you, roll history. You me? Yeah, because you sent him a letter. Anyone remember? or to Scree specifically? Oh, yeah, yeah. You've forgotten what you wrote to him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you did forget. I'm not gonna like help you. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, he clearly doesn't know as much as we know because I mean, we don't even have any mind flayers in our in our brains anymore. Oh, Tendi, that don't you don't worry about that. What? I say because like I'm giant spider carrying you guys up and there's rain coming down. First off, you can't speak as a giant spider, but I, I want to see that happens. Tendi literally just like screams at you in spider. It's unpleasant looking. Uh, what are you going what, what to say back there, t- there, Scree? Well, uh, he says that they, they want to pick us up with the time trial if we want to get out of here. Otherwise, we have to backtrack all the way to Farganah. So uh, we're, we're probably going to need an escape route. We might as well give them our location. Yeah, that's a good idea. 
when we get up when we get up in our tree knot, let's see if we can like map out where we are, give us some kind of degrees, longitude, latitude, sun facing this way, river going west. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I still don't know if I give a shit about the dark mission anymore, but uh, just I, I don't want to go through that desert again. So. Same. Yeah. We made a little too. We made too many enemies to go back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the wood elves too. And any more condescension from Norbert, I really couldn't couldn't stand that either. So, um, how far do we do? I reckon that we are from Oberyn's Folly. Can I? Do I need to make a perception check? Yeah. Of uh, like miles or. Yeah, just make a perception check. You'll be Funny. there. You'll be there tomorrow. Yeah, with the okay. river so and I, I write, distance. Yeah. Right. All right, so I, 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 wrote, I write that in the letter, basically, and I, I'll send off the second bird. What does the one from Glen Garrick say? My dearest Fallbright, it has come to my recent attention that you have, through your trials and tribulations, made your way to Oberon's folly before I have. Allow me to first congratulate you as you are perhaps one of the most successful outcomes from any experiment I have ever henceforth done, and it is with great interest that I would wish to acquire you as a research as re reacquire you as a research subject, by which in more of a form of a partnership moving forward, if ye be so inclined. By this, by wit, I would ask that you waited Oberon's folly for me, and bear the moon blade out. And if you would be willing, I could inform you as to more information regarding the structure of the changes that have been happened to of the, the structure, sorry, the structure of the changes that have taken place inside your body and what other outcomes may become of your existence. You are neither a lot. Sorry, this, I'm, I'm specifically having Ash read this. He has not read this out loud. I would like to make that clear. You are neither currently alive nor dead, but in betwixt. Without my help and my knowledge, there may come a time where you will no longer be able to maintain this state. I beg thee, for the intensity purpose of the pursuit of knowledge, that you owe it to yourself and me as your creator to hold yourself accountable and to come back to the fold of research and knowledge and development. Please, you do not understand what you are meddling with in the context of the time trial. I beg thee, please send a slip that you have received this, and please tell me that you will, please send an, uh, sorry, please RSVP that I will be able to find you at the base of Oberon's Folly, and please confirm for me on the other paper bird, and there's a paper bird attached. Humbly yours, GG. All right, so I'm going to pocket the, paper, the, new, the new paper for the unwritten one. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to say, yada, 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 this is some bullshit. And then I'm going to say, Scree, can you light this like on fire right now? Uh, you're the pyrotechnics guy. You're what I am right now. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I, 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 I want to make you feel involved in this burning of this bullshit. I'll hold it. You fold, all right, fold it. Fold it more than seven times. I said I'll hold it, but yeah, I, oh. I'll fold it first too. I'll, I'll the little origami thing with my sleight of hand to a, right. uh, and then, to a star uh, or something, and then firebolt it. Bam! 
Right. Yeah, that, that that was full of bullshit. Glad we settled that. We only need like one over overlord at a time. Like we don't even mm. like the ones that we have. Uh, They're kind of a nuisance, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, you see another paper bird coming towards you. That was quick. This, this one's for Tendi, I bet. It does. It flies straight down to Tendi in spider form. I just hold it on my sticky face, I guess, until we get into the, the, the little wood knot. So much typey type. Uh, are you sorry? Are you changing back from spider form once you get everything up there? Yeah, because right now I can't do anything with the letter, so I have to yeah. get up there. And then... yeah, I just want to maintain that you have no more changes if you change out of spider. Did you bring the canoe up, Tenderloin? Do we still want to do that? I I thought we did. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Able to bring the rope when you guys are hoist. Uh, yeah, you guys get into this hollow inside it. And you're able to see that it's like a, yeah, it's like a, just a, it's literally like a little wooden cave in there. And there's like a big pile of giant nuts and acorns in the corner. Oh no. Fucking, it's going to be a giant fucking squirrel or some shit. Light a fire and have roast nut. Yeah. All right. You guys are able to cut some wood off the wall in your wood home and light a fire inside a tree which is actually less crazy than it sounds uh but as you do that do you read the letter tindy uh yeah i open up the letter my dearest tenderloin it has come to my attention that my years of training have successfully paid off and you have killed the challenge of prime angus certifying your readiness to join the family in fullness as a full hemlock I hope you know that any challenges and tribulations that I have set for you in their time as my son were duly to bring you up strong and as a proper elven man. Now that you have finally conquered your childhood bully, I expect you to understand that it is that any wayward behavior that has happened up to this point is, while very understandable and becoming a man, at this point, not necessary. Please. I will be parting ways with Glim Garrick as our partnership is no longer profitable for the both of us. And I am proceeding to Oberon's folly in an attempt to dissuade him from uh, retrieving the time trial. It is important for you to know that in the history of Elven lore, the time travel sits at the nexus of the, of the intersection of the Feywild with this reality. Removing the time trial would doom all those of Elven race to eventually wither and become bestial in nature. This is an inherent truth to the nature of all those bearing elven blood, including yourself and one of your friends, I believe. I beg thee, please assist me by bringing the Moonblade to Oberon's Folly and help me defeat Glim Garrick, so that we may preserve Titania's Tower. Um, Humbly your father. I'm going to pee on it. Lord and Hemlock. send it back. <laughs> cool. I, it's not how paper birds work, but that's cool. I'm gonna pee on it and then activate the paper bird so it flies away. You could borrow. You could borrow. You face. could borrow. You could borrow Ash's paper bird and pee on it and send it to him. Because he didn't include a receipt paper bird. 
Oh, well then, fuck him. Um, I let them know that apparently they're they're no longer gonna gonna work together. And according to to Cuckold, if we do anything, if if we do what Dark wants us to do with that time trial, me and you are gonna not be uh, in good spirits, Ash. Oh, Megan, I love that you got the the Hamilton reference. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Megan's I a better mean, player than any of you guys. Even if, even if <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no doubt. Even I'm joking. I'm not, I love you guys. Sorry. Please continue. You're not, but it's okay. Personally, t- personally, Thunder Loin, I've made my peace with whatever the hell Dark wants to do with this. I was promised a lot of good things from from, from removing the time trial. So trial. So if is that, uh, I, I would recommend that you join Dark as well because uh, I don't know if they told you about this or well, actually yeah, you haven't met anyone. Oh, you met Lord Venom, but he didn't tell you. I, I got on the boat. Yeah, we, us, this group, by doing this stuff, are gonna be promised everything you want. You know, power, money, land, slaves, purchases. <laughs> and I'm all for that. Purchases, eh? Yeah. I always wanted lots of purchases. Mm-hmm. We're dealing with that shit later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, I don't remember slavery specifically coming up. But, uh, <laughs> um, most of those yeah. things uh, don't I want to lord over me. some people. Sorry. Um, I want to lord over anyone I can see. Most of that does not interest me. I just want my mother to be okay. And the thought of her becoming, uh, what 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 do we be? Goblins? I think that's what Lord Skull, Queen Skullfucker said. All three of you roll history checks. Damn, Scree. You're having a crazy rolling session. Uh, yeah, so Ash and Scree, you're well aware, and you're going to have to explain this to Tendi uh, in character. Yeah, so uh, generally the history of elves was like they they came over here. They immigrated from the Feywild millions of years ago, and uh, then they slowly, like after Titania closed the portal that essentially clocked them off in the Feywild, uh, elves needed to have sources of magic to s- essentially stay elves. It's like kind of Tolkienian in its nature and that like the preservation of elven society and those that like fell from grace in terms of elves as they fell from grace, they kind of, and also like the magic of the Feywild shifted them. So like, you know, the driders in the forest, the giant spider ladies are, are elves that just were morphed into driders or they become that you can come elves like because of their magical nature, become a lot of different things. So like orcs and, and goblins are all descended from elves as are like drow because they made deals with spider gods and other things like there's it it, it all uh, kind of all the elves like the, it's uh, like a lot of can of like float out for this. And the suggestion that removing the time trial would remove a lot of energy would mean that a lot of elves of Fargo Nah and a lot of high elves would begin over several hundred years to digress probably again. Cool. hundred years. I don't care. Yeah, and we're just talking about high elves here. So those guys Again, it's also a suggestion that people that live that long, probably. So, you know, you, you're not exactly sure. Ash, you, you, you based on your arcana and history, probably know that, like, 
you know, it will affect you in some, like you will become maybe slightly less magical, but you have no idea if that affects you because you've got other shit going on. That's probably more important than your elven heritage. Yeah. I'll just, I'll start borrowing some demon magic or something. <laughs> you got a plan. Also slavery. That's I, I don't just yeah. dump that on your DM. Like, like I, we can't, not do, I don't know. You're right. You're right. I'm going to, I'm going to have a bunch of torture slaves to it's, do what I, my bidding. Ash has always been up up front with his evilness. You told me you didn't yeah, like reading of a healer. It did want to watch it with me. I'm just saying. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's one I'm thing not, to watch. Tanner doesn't. Yeah, Ash, Ash <laughs> no, loves no, no. that he's, shit. He, you're RPing hardcore. Cool. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. We're good. We're good. Oof. Oof. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. It's the face of a man who loves it. Uh, yeah, anyways. Uh, are y'all uh you're gonna go ahead and like get through the night here and uh as you as it's approaching the next next day you're able to have a fire what is the watch order and like what are the two hours of the night that you guys leave unattended um i'll take first watch i have the most health i feel like i should take the last watch so i can be up and potentially do something if a giant animal comes Okay. Um, then I'll take the middle watch, and then should we just leave the like the the last two hours of the of the night, like towards the dawn time? How about we split like, it into one hour each on uh, in between the two watches? Isn't that why, why haven't we thought of doing that before? That, what do you mean? It's less risk, right? So sorry, go back. What are you? What is your plan? So like, I'll take a two hours, then one hour break. Then, right. Oh wait, no, that doesn't work because someone have to wake the next person. Exactly, up, so that's the that's that the key issue because it's like then then you, it's just like an excuse. Like I'm gonna make you roll checks to wake up on time, and I think the answer is you didn't wake up on time. Mm-mm. All right, um, yeah, that sounds good. Then just me, Tanner, Ed, and then two hours after. Okay, uh, as you guys approach uh, the following. Uh, morning uh yeah you're able to uh see so is is dawn happening because i i can re-roll for more yeah monarchs uh slots yeah go ahead and re-roll, right, cool. re-roll everything you need for the morning because you guys have had your long rest essentially nothing particularly okay, interesting right, happens yeah, the the night. it's dope 10 all right uh so i get them all back hells yeah nice yeah, it's a D10. Shit. Yeah, yeah. You're all you're all loaded up. One D6 plus four. So mm. I, I critted and Monarch is fully he- uh, rested up. I have all my hit points back. I got all my my charges back. I am so gonna have to nerf this that is... thing. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just. What do you mean? Well, I'm gonna die this session. Come on, man. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Don't be rough on me like that. Uh, anyways, in the distance, you see uh, a paper bird approaching. It's coming uh, to you, Ash. Okay, I pick it up. Uh, as you touch your skin, uh, a seal appears on top of the paper bird. It is a spell. Sorry, uh, hold on. Let me just pull this up real quick. Hold on. Cool. As you, 
arrives on your hand, Ash, uh, it activates a spell of warding, which is going to activate uh, a bunch of... It's going to explode in a 20-foot radius, and it's going to... Everything. Uh, so you need each of you need to make a dexterity saving throw. What's exploding? A ward. So a glyph of warding that has been written on a paper okay. card. I have advantage on dex saving throws. It's effects that I can see while not blinded, deafened, or incapacitated. So you, yeah, so you'd can... have advantage, yeah. So the yeah, fuck Trevor. Okay. Uh, so Ash and uh, Tendi fail, and Trevor succeeds, which I mean thinks Trevor takes no damage. Uh, Trevor uh, is going to do thirty-two damage to Ash as it explodes. Uh, but more importantly, the salt shaker in this tight space as this bomb goes off, you three are going to get knocked out of the tree hole. Uh, what do you do? Uh, how much damage did I take? Thirty-two damage. 32. 32 fire damage. Um, he's, uh, it's three stories, right? Ash, use Featherfall on us. I'll, 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 I'll do a Zorb Elements uh, to reduce that 32 by... Let's see. I roll that. Alright. It's now 29, and I have a charge of fire for my next uh, attack. Yeah. Uh, in the distance, you see a flock of paper birds coming down towards you, Ash. I wonder if these things are tracking me. Uh, I'm just going to use the feather fall ring so that we it, fall to the ground safely. Yeah, you guys managed to get to the ground, but you still see the paper birds coming. They're flying at normal bird speed. The roughly six is still in the tree. No, it got blown What's out. It actually it fell. It flew out of the thing. It's now on the ground, kind of taking... It's a little bit smoky, but it's there. It's 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 a bunch of rain. It, it won't catch fire. Save the salt shaker. Let's make back to the river, I guess. Yeah, let's get on the river, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try firebolting as many birds as I can. can. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, is are you, uh, uh, who's dragging the salt shaker? Tendi. I guess me. Tenderloin, you're the one that can. Yeah, you. Have, I think you have the highest strength, and you're the one that survives. Yeah, and survival. So yeah. Yeah, Tendi is a, easily able to pick up this thing and make a run for the river. And as these birds are descending over one at a time, you're able to pick them off as they come in. Ash, there's like maybe 30 of them, but you're able, probably in six seconds, able to fire off maybe five or six bolts, knocking them out of the air. Uh, the glyphs, because get behind the boat, use it as a shield. <laughs> Gotta protect the salt shaker. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. As long as we're running with it. What is your plan, guys? In the river, so it's over in Solly. Um. It looks like. Uh, you're, you're able to it looks like you're able to fire them but you're going to be overwhelmed soon there's probably about you're able to fire off maybe a, a, like you know i think like every six seconds a fire bolt so like in 60 seconds you're able to get off it's like in a minute you're able to get off uh you know maybe 10 fire bolts so, which destroys each of them on a hit but with 30 of them you're able to there's only 20 coming towards you with a 60 foot fly speed and about another Six seconds, they'll be able to all be on top of you, probably detonating separate rooms. Everyone, use the how many uh, use of them the. Are they? Um, I could potentially, uh, as we're going down the river, make a tidal wave to like take a brunt of them. 
can you use the silent step again and I'll make a like a doppelganger of us with silent image and and lead them away from us? I don't think they'll they'll go by that. I think they're like attuned to Ash himself. That's how oh, paper shit. birds work. You say the name yeah, you're right. goes to the person. That's why this yeah. is so I'm gonna say like No one else named Ash. Dude, uh, you know you know how paper birds work. It's cool. It's it's it, it it's fun and bullshit and, and this is why I'm I'm leveraging uh, it. Yeah, tend tend to use the tidal wave. Yeah, since they're since they're pretty close, you should, that area of effect will definitely hit a, a few of them. All right. Um, also, let's be honest. If there was a right, mix-up, so we I, don't think Clem Garrett gave a shit. All right. And so whatever the he, ones that he doesn't get, I'll fireball like fireball at the rest of them. That's good because uh, I potentially could also use a giant wall of thorns to just have them all that, but that potentially causes a lot of fire in this forest. It's raining anyway, though. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry forest about forest fire. fire right now. All right, so should I use a third level spell for Tidal Wave or six charges for Monarch? What are the six charges for Monarch for? Uh, Wall of Thorns. Oh, okay. Uh, fuck, I don't know. I, I, I want to say the Tidal Wave probably would be better, but its its range is what I'm going... Uh, it's 120 uh, feet. Use and the thorns, because you, your spells will actually be here. Like you're, you can actually have healing stuff, which are pretty important. Yeah, I could, I could do that. All right, so six charges on the monarch with wall of thorns. Uh, yeah, I could, I could eat that in the chat. So six charges on the monarch. That just wall of thorns. Anyway, both of them. Uh. So yeah, I raise the monarch and I summon a wall of thorns to intercept the the mass flock of paper birds. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, they fly over. Uh, how tall is the wall? Uh, <laughs> ten feet. Uh, yeah, six it's a, feet long, ten feet high, and five feet thick. It's a wall, kids. Like they fly over it. Well, if it appears instantaneously, like no, it's they fly over it. I, I love you guys. It's fly speed. It's a okay. wall. All right, I just want to make sure. Uh, I'm gonna fireball of them, like use a third level spell, trying to get the maximum where I can of all of them. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, and I guess they need to make a dexterity, which I think they're just gonna automatically fail because they're flying towards. We're still running this whole time towards the river. I feel like they should throw dexterity saves to not get tripped on my wild thorns, but that's just me. No. Uh, what's the area? What's the AOE on fireball one last time? It's a twenty foot radius, so it's yeah, you're feet. able to get them all in a fireball, and it goes off and it explodes, uh, causing oh, a huge fireball to go up into the to the trees. That was at fourth level. I meant to be at third level. I'm cool with it doing third level. I mean, you just had to get an AOE on these guys. I love the Wall of Thorns, though. That was uh, fine. Uh, yeah, so are we still running or are we in the river now? Uh, yeah, you're right up to the edge of the river. You just fireballed them as they all came in. You don't see any more coming. Uh, let's go. Let's do it. On the river and go down at full speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a survival roll? Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll me a survival roll for the day. 22! Uh, uh, yeah, oh, you very easily. Yep, you're able to come, uh, and you're able to get to the next adjacent square in a, just a couple of hours, and you are at the foot of Oberon's Folly. Congratulations, guys. You've made it. You've made it through, 
uh, Fargo Na, the city of Fargo Na, you invaded a lord's thing. You went through a huge ass desert where you had to deal with like traitorous allies and everything else. And you went through a huge jungle, fought a bunch of goblins, uh, had some emotional development with some hags, fought Prime Angus and murdered him by literally drowning him uh, while he was alive. And then, uh, yeah, now you've made it to uh, the foot of Oberon's Folly. What does the foot of the folly look like? What what are we? Uh, you see. What do we the, see? And the distance uh, from where you guys are, as you come off the river, literally, there's probably only like uh, maybe a couple football fields distance between the actual foot of the folly and the river. Uh, you're able to see that there is looks to be like some sort of small campment out at the basis of the uh, tree. Campment, as in potentially people. Yes. I, uh, I. I Use the at will pass without a trace on us as we approach closer. Yeah. You all approach closer? Yeah, stealth. I mean, we have to, right? Yeah, everybody we, rolls a stealth. We were here. We... No, you can go. You guys could just fuck off. That's Hopefully. always something you can do. Yeah. It's the mission, and then it's plus 10 to all of this. Yeah. So uh, 27, 19. Uh, bonus. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So as you proceed down, you're able to see in the distance, uh, that there appears to be a camp, uh, that is in complete disarray. Nobody is running around or moving about. You see that there's two dead dinosaurs on the ground, three dead dinosaurs on the ground over to the side. And, uh, and yeah, there seems to be like burning and tents on fire. And it's just around the base. And as you guys come closer, just the enormity of this tree kind of sinks in. This tree is like, uh, it's, it's like fucking the, it's, this tree is literally probably the size is like, of like the, what's the tower in that John Tom Cruise jumped off in, in Mission Impossible. Was it six? I think five. Nakamo Towers? No, the big tower in, uh, Sorry, the ghost uh, ghost protocol. That's it wasn't oh. numbered technically. That that was a bad drink, wasn't I it? Know what it did not look good. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're able to see that that yeah, there's fires on the tents in the distance. Are you guys gonna try to approach closer? Uh, mm. I say we just keep walking. Yeah, keep you walking in closer towards the tree. Yeah, you come right up to the okay. base of the tree and you see that uh, uh, the, there's it's this appears to be uh, what you saw in the distance as uh, Lord Hemlock's uh, party that he was try trying to track you down in the desert. You see that the three Tyrannosaurus Rexes that he was riding previously have all died. It appears that they have had like massive explosions appear on their heads or something. It appears as as you look into the there's like literally bombs that literally went off as like objects touch them. And one's on the side and there's like a huge chunk that's been blown out of his arm. One's on its head that's been blown out completely. One was in the back and you see that there's also like scattered remains and parts and it just it looks like this like this whole campment was just carpet bombed. More paper birds. Yeah, it does seem like that. You see at the um, at the base. It seems the, like there's any survivors anywhere? Uh, you can search around if you guys want. Might as well. 
let's get let's ground. We might be able to find like a talisman or a scroll or R roll investigation. Something. Can I assist Tendi with investigation? Yeah, go ahead. Give me advantage, Tendi. Oh, by the way, Tendi, you'd no longer have. Are we looking for survivors? Or are we looking for? It's um, anything, I suppose. It's two different yeah. things here. Investigation. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, investigation with a thirteen. Uh, as you come uh, to the base, hold on. he he assisted me. Uh, yeah, you sorry, rolled so it. Is... Doesn't that mean it? if I have assistance, I'm gonna roll twice? You you did roll twice. No, the other thing is a weird investigation check. Does, does that's, that count? That's what you were supposed to do. Okay. Wait, investigation okay. check? What is that? They look different for some reason. I don't, yeah, yeah I like, don't know. you click it twice, like on D and D Beyond. It'll roll. roll it's the, the same. It's screen. the same roll essentially. You just. Yeah, it's the same uh, role. It's, you have a zero to it. It's in there. Uh, yeah, so as you like approach down on it, you're able to see that uh, based on the thing, yeah, clearly the, like a flock of paper birds were called in here. He had the names of everybody in the party, and so a paper bird descended down and blew people to pieces. Uh, and it just blew apart Hemlock's party. Uh, you don't find Hemlock among the bodies. Uh, you find a bunch of rations and water barrels too, but you don't find much beyond that. Uh, their weapons seem to be ordinary steel weapons. Uh, you're not much in the way of magical objects that you can actually see. Uh, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the soldiers were minotaurs, and they weren't wearing magical gear, but they were blown apart. Um, at the base of the tree, you find a arch and a uh, a spiral wooden staircase. It seems to have been grown into the tree when the tree was made itself, arcing upwards, just going straight up into the depth of the tree. Well, we finally made it. Scree, go first. It uh, seems like we're a little late to this party, huh? Seems like it. Those seem like the signs of paper birds hit this place as well. So maybe Glenn Garrick's just cleaning house, taking care of loose ends. Well, no stuff. You hear in the distance a uh, some, some something that sounds like a helicopter blade. Not that you characters would know that. Yeah, you you hear uh, a mad whining engine. Very very. I uh, look around. Blade. I, I look around for the source of the sound. Oh, yeah, you have a little spyglass, don't you? You still have that. Do I? Yeah. Do I have it? Yeah, you do. Yeah, I would assume you did. It's in the bag of holding, according to our uh, thing. Right. Can I roll perception to see if I can tell where this sound came from? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's in the distance on the far side of the forest. You cannot see through the jungle because you guys are in the depression of the forest. So there's like you physically cannot see anything unless you got up higher on the tree. Right. Uh, but you hear the We're lower hear, down. Yeah, it has. I will say this. It has a sound in. And this is just vague based on your 24 perception. It has a sound similar to that giant uh, swing like a uh, blade thing that Glenn Garrick had at uh, the sundial. You, you heard that running and it was like mowing through the forest. So you think that he maybe, maybe like you, you're not, you, it's maybe like a days away. You, you're, you have no idea how far away he is. Well, no sense in waiting around here, I guess. Uh, who wants to go first? Am I going first? All right, fine. I'll go first. Fuck y'all. 
Best, like he wants to go first. All right. I'll head uh, up the stairs. You just going to proceed directly into there? Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's what you said. That's what I'm going to go. Yeah. You just head up into the thing. You see that there's a uh, there's a writing above the door. What kind of writing? Uh, yeah, let me check it. Uh, yeah. I assume it's not something I'm able to read. It's not Oren Common or Thieves Can't. None of you read Elvin, right? So I... I read Elvin. <laughs> can I, can wait, I tell... Wait, wait, wait. Ash, you read Elvin? Elvin? Ash, do you read Elvin? No, no, no. Yeah, you, I, you don't read Sylvan. Selvish. Oh, that, that's different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's the old elves. Yeah, you don't read Sylvan. Yeah. But wait, All have right. you always read Elvish? Yeah. Am I just crazy? What was that episode where you guys couldn't read Elvish for some reason? Or was it just because Tendi couldn't read Elvish? It's because Tendi Yeah, that was when they got Tendi. ambushed by Wood Elves. Oh, uh, that's right. That's right. I he wasn't left him behind us. for bonding reasons or something. Yeah. It wasn't really. So it was safety. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Watch yeah, the car. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're uh, able. So it's Sylvan, right? Yeah, it's is there, am I able to pick up anything from it with knowing Elvish? Uh, let me find like, even uh, like. Hold on, let me just give me two seconds. There's like a roll you can do. Let me, roll me um, just a straight history. Yeah, yeah, you're able to pick up some things. Um. Uh, Oh, hold on. I apologize. I didn't have, where was it? Man, why does my face always itch so much when we do this? That's your creativity just leaking out your head, man. Yeah, spark. The spark of creation. Uh, here we go. So, if we shadows have offended, think but this, and all is mended, that you have but slumbered here while these visions did appear. Oh, so you can actually make out quite a bit. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of like another dialect, really. We're just going to go with that. It's going to make this entire sequence easier. Uh, yeah. Midsummer Night's Dream, Puck. Can I, can you, can I read it again? If we shadows have offended, think but this and all is mended, that you have but slumbered here while these visions did appear. Well, we're going to be hallucinating real soon, guys. Or we've been hallucinating all along ever since that mushroom trip like two days ago. Dude. That'd be crazy. <laughs> the, the whole tower fades away. We've just been like this burned field. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we should do some arcana checks going forward, guess. Yeah, wizard. I think uh, so too. Help us with the magic y stuff. I'm going <laughs> to. When he yeah, says great. that, when he says that, Ash is going to go, Chuck called me that. Called me the wizard. <laughs> and, and as soon as you say that, Tendi's just like, Ugh. Like he feels disgusted. Like well, Chuck was a, Chuck was really good with riddles. So Tendi, 
I'm gonna use the Arcana check, but Tendi, try try seeing if you tap into your heritage or something. I mean, I I do have a faint memory of this. I feel like I've read this in like a a old book when I was uh, hiding out in the library once once in my youth. Uh, I'm gonna do. Can I do an Arcana check on the door or the? Yeah, letters? go ahead. Go ahead, roll Arcana. Uh, yeah, the tree in terms of Arcana is just fucked. Like it is just magically twisted in space. Uh, you, you've already you seen Scream move into it, so you know you can do it in there. But you are just you're just aware that literally space, time, and fabric is twisted at the point of the root of the tree. Mm. So your professional opinion at a fifteen with the with the roll of fifteen is just shit be fucked beyond that door. Uh, well, Scree should be fucked beyond that door. So I'm just, so, I mean, you know, another day at the office, really, right? Any idea what this riddle could be? It's not even a riddle. It's not even mm-hmm. a riddle. It is literally. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I will give you a press. Did you, did you look that up or did you just know that was? No, clock? I know that. I, I, I was really in Shakespeare, like sophomore year. We, we, uh, had like a whole marking period of it in I was, English. I, I was I was about to say also, mid. Yeah. I know for a fact Midsummer is not Trevor's play, which is why I picked it. <laughs> Midsummer Night's Dream. Not my play. What do you mean by that? It was the first play I was ever fucking in. Oh, I did not know that. Well, we're fucked for this. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I thought yeah, you, you. Well, you're. That, da- what, I mean, I always. I guess like I always imagine you as Iago. Like it's one of those things. Like you're always Iago to me when I think of you in Shakespeare. So maybe that's it. The bird. I mean, I would never play fuck. Don't get me wrong. I have way too much like old man energy for that. But, uh, <sighs> you like really impress me and then depress me at the same time. And it's like it's like a one two punch combination. You know, the line from Puck and then you're like the bird. When you say Iago, okay, I think of Gilbert right. Gottfried. <laughs> we're, we're moving Not the forward. Original villain of Othello. Come on. Totally fine. That's where they got it. It's fine. From. Um, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. yeah, I don't necessarily think it's a riddle. I'm not sure there's anything to figure out here except just to maybe uh, tread lightly going forward. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe we're going to be in a kind of intellectual kind of space here uh, as opposed to a physical one. Uh, I, I, I got nothing other than that. You know, some of that good Eldritch energy kind of shit. Um, we want to tie a string to somebody and send them through so we can pull them back and, and get a look at what we're looking for. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to look to, I'm going to look to Tendi. Yeah. Let's tie a string to somebody. Um, how about a big stick? We can tie my, my dead brother's skull with the horns on it to a big stick and kind of like make it a walking stick to see if it triggers anything. Well, I mean, like, like, That's like, really, the simplest solutions, you know, sometimes are the greatest of effect, the greatest effect. I'm down for that. I start, I start reaching into the bag and pulling out <laughs> Angus's head. All right, now we need a giant pike to to put it in there so we can like maneuver it. Is is there like a giant pike anywhere? I mean, this was um, what's his face's uh place. It should be like giant run, spear or something. I'm gonna run back down and check the bodies again. Why, why are we putting his head on a pike and putting it through the portal or whatever, the doorway? Why are we doing this? 
So if a case it triggers anything. Okay. Sure. I mean, Scree, you, Scree, you're welcome to go forward too. Or, uh, no, actually, no, we, that's fine. We let's just tie that. a rope to the to the head and we'll we'll toss the head in and <laughs> Okay, yeah, we'll tie a rope around it. To your prize? Like a ball and... <laughs> okay. Like a ball and chain. Yeah, you know, just it's it's very symbolic. My history's always gonna be my ball and chain. Like All right, I, me down. I take some rope and the the disembodied head or, or decapitated head of Prime Angus out of the bag and uh I'll you I'll roll slide of hand. I, I tie uh, ropes around around the around the horns to securely fasten it like a fucking ball and chain, and I throw it into the gateway. Nothing see. happens. All right, I All pull right. it back. Nothing happens. Now, now yeah. we just do that every ten feet, and yep. we should be good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, I go through the portal then. Yeah, I go I through go. too. Me yeah. too. Stairs. No bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> Tower. Come in, Katie. Hey, sorry. Can I you for a uh, sorry, guys. There seems to be somewhat of emergency. Just, I'm gonna pop away for two seconds. Y'all, tell me what you're talking about while you're going up the scare, tossing literally a physical head up the thing. <laughs> All right, screw. I think this is a great plan. <laughs> you gotta know. use what you, what you got, and what I got is a. I mean, I have the sleight of hand score, so I guess I'm just doing like a lasso number at this rate. Like, get I'm, you know, just keeping it going above our heads, and every once in a while, throwing it out and bringing it back in, just to <laughs> test the air in front of us for like every now and then traps like, or something. If, if yeah, there's exactly. like a a certain like step somewhere or like a patch of like ground, aim for that to see if there's like a pressure point trap or something. Well, if you want me to do that, it'd be easier if somebody else does the whole decapitated head thing while I have the thieves tools and the know-how to disarm traps and like crawl around along the ground to do that. So do you want to swing the head overhead constantly maybe? I'm super buff now and I'm using his his armor and gauntlets and stuff. So yeah, I'll do that. All right. Katie's okay. having a severe allergic reaction. So I'm going to go to break and I'm going to take 15 minutes. Oh shit. So sorry. Oh, so no. we actually got to go to break. Do that. Emergency to break. All right. Sorry guys. I'll be back in a bit. Okay, hello and welcome back to the Pen and Paper Pod. It's been a bit of a dramatic night. Uh, Katie is totally fine. Everything is fine. Uh, she had a little bit of a hives attack and her tongue swelled up a bit. But we went down, we got our Benadryl, got our cortisone and stuff. And I'm not coming back on my D&D podcast with my girlfriend dying. She's actually sitting here right next to me. Fiance. So fiance, thank you. Uh, Ed corrects me every time I call you my girlfriend. and just looking out. And I correct him when he calls you his wife. <laughs> and Trevor corrects me when I call you my wife. <laughs> <I wish. laughs> she's going to be hanging out with us a little bit here just so I can keep an eye on her and do it. Uh, she's drinking her air where it's clear. Everything's good. Um, I'm switching to apple cider because I might have to take her to the ER. Who's my puffy princess? <laughs> <sighs> Is she your... Uh... Your Queen Titania, is she your Queen Mab? Mabe? Yeah, she tortures me just like Queen Mab, I agree. Anyways, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I love you very much. Still a queen. We're talking a lot about you on air. You okay? Okay, cool. All right, back to the action. Y'all are climbing the stairs by using an improvised minotaur head as a mace to fling up the stairs to see if any booby traps explode it. Uh, can we take a quick impromptu short rest in the staircase? 
yeah, you can totally can. And I remembered on the hold music this time, Megan. Thank you. Cool, because yeah, I, I, I'm down yeah. 29 Ow. points. Me too. Yeah. No, thank you. Is that 32 points on that first thing that you both ate? That's pretty good. Uh, short rest. There we go. I'm going to do six. I don't need to short rest at all. I don't think I've used any spell slots, but yeah. you don't regenerate anyway, and my HP is still full. So. I'd also like to maintain that you guys are going uh, 10 feet up the stairs, throwing a minotaur head in front of you in a lightless staircase that includes 2,909 stairs. I got my full health. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm at 80, so I'm good. All right. Uh, you guys keep proceeding up um, the stairs. Can I, can I load up my guns with uh, two of those firebolt, sick firebolt darts you gave yeah. me, man? What are the... Uh, so one of the things is that it is a rotating barrel. Where are you loading them in the barrel? Uh, in one, one gun each. or one in each? Uh, uh, one on each gun and like the fourth chamber down. Got it. So final shot of the gun would be fourth chamber and you can obviously rotate the barrel to fire that one if you like. Yeah. Okay, cool. Firebolts are set. And you guys proceed up the stairs. After... I, 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 I do at will uh, pass without a trace just to be extra precautious. You I mean, might as well, right? <laughs> might as well. Uh, you guys come uh, after, uh, let's just be honest, 2,909 steps. It takes you like most of a day to get to the top of the tower because that's how the day works. And you guys come out into a massive open space. I just kind of opened it up for you guys so you can see. Uh, but there's like on the top of the tree, there's those trees, branches that spread out in all directions. And at the very top, there is a massive platform with a clock face built into it. And at each of the uh, 15 minute intervals on the clock face, you see that there is a portal and you, you guys come out right here behind uh, what appears to be a large stone chair. And uh, there are three trees, one a withered husk of a tree uh, in front of a portal, which ice is coming out of. And then at the far side of the clock, you see a, uh, a fall nice scape which like what has a bunch of falling leaves and they're turned burnished golds and browns and it's a beautiful tree and there seems to be vines coming out that is going towards the chair on the far side and on the far side you see a massive beautiful cherry blossom whose uh portal there seems to be lava that's coming out and it's actually melting the gears of the giant clock that you're now standing on uh you notice that the clock seems to be made out of a wooden surface that the entire clock is made out of wood and in the center of the clock where the hands come out for us you see a massive uh tree that's actually coming out that's the it seems to be the core part of the titania's tower and in the center there's a little cutout area that is like the where the tree twists apart and then the center of this heart shaped in the middle of the tree you see planted into a small patch of dirt a handle sticking up in the air and you see I the back of a the, massive stone chair i think that's going to be the time right. trial it's got to be right all right so do do we do we grab it i mean we, we well, came all this way this is i mean this is a whole setup here it's looking for some traps, right? It's got to be trapped. I mean, <laughs> I would say own. cast detect magic, but I feel like everything here is just magical. Well, I can't do that, Tendi. Uh, yeah, I, I can. Uh, I can check for traps. So, uh, yeah. ones anyway. 
I want to I want to be clear here uh, as we're moving forward. Uh, yeah, I do think you should take a third Benadryl. Take the damn third Benadryl. Are you okay? Yeah, are you okay? It's a dramatic night, guys. Just not for the reasons we intended. My immersion. <laughs> Don't take it then. Just let's wait an hour and see how you're feeling. If your tongue swells up more, we'll go to the ER. I, yeah, I'm starting to wonder, like, should I go to the ER or not? Okay. Well, you just I'll whistle. Let you know. Yeah. Like we said, we're monitoring it. Yeah. Okay. If her throat's closing up, can she whistle? Oh, that's not funny, Ed. That's really not, not funny. <laughs> that was really just... not funny. <laughs> it, was, it was just how my mind works. I'm sorry. Yeah. See yeah. your situation. Uh, rain's falling onto the top of the tower, and it's actually going. And you actually see that above the tree, the raindrops are actually falling in a globe around the tree. As the raindrops pass the edge of the tree, they actually start to move in slow motion. And then some of them, the raindrops are traveling up from the puddle, heading in the opposite direction. Okay. Uh, so if you guys just heard that, Katie wants to go to the hospital. So sorry that I kept everybody waiting for this. This is going to be PPP history uh, that I had a, a finale where I got blamed. Sorry, I, I, I'm going to do the right thing here. Sorry, I, I'm not mad at you. I made that sound like I was mad at you. I love you very much. Let's go to the hospital. I think I'm okay. I'm getting chest tightness, and I'd just rather be safe than die from allergies. Oh, God. Yeah. Go, go, go. go Why are you making... I'm overreacting. No. How gross do I look, you guys? Like, bad? Worrisome. <laughs> Worrisome. Okay. We're Not gonna go normal. To, we're going to go to the hospital. All right. Uh, thank you for listening to the Pit and Paper Pod. I need to fucking go. Good. Goodbye. No, that's, that's fair. Totally fine. Totally, yeah. We'll be really prepared next time. Yes. Yeah.